0: Oh, we can't wait, we can't wait. Lift your hands
1: above your head. Put those hands together. Shout to God. Let's
2: receive our power. Your God. Amen. Amen. Glory. Whoa. Amen. Are you excited this morning? Glory to God. Lift your right hands to heaven. Father, we rejoice that we have this another opportunity to come before your holy precious within word. And we thank you for the mighty Holy Spirit that guides us into all the truth. Revelation knowledge is gifted everybody under the sound of my voice. Budings and yokes are destroyed. Your people are built up, equipped, edified, and Jesus is glorified. We rejoice that by the end of this service we'll all be the better for it. In Jesus' precious name and every believer says a powerful amen. In Jesus name and every believer says a powerful amen. We want to Welcome everybody to this service this morning, connected by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all of the social media community, brothers and sisters. We're so glad to welcome every one of you to the service this morning. And all of the radio audience in the Akwaibom State community connected right now by way of Comfort FM, XL FM, Radio Akwaibom, connected by Passion FM, Inspiration FM, and Heritage FM. We're so glad to welcome all of you to the service, guys. Call a friend, a loved one, a family member. Member somewhere in the local government in the village or in the capital city to connect to this radio station right now life is flowing through the airwaves we also want to welcome all of you on social media and ask you this morning to do me the favor let's get the word around the ends of the earth get it all over this, the various platforms share the videos on your pages join as many groups as possible put them on monogram telegram whatsapp groups let's flood the earth with the fragrance of Jesus' grace all our campuses around the world We're so glad to welcome every one of you to the service this morning brothers and sisters and everybody in the building this morning. Are you excited for the word of God this morning? Can we celebrate God's word with a shout? Glory. Is that how you celebrate the word of his grace this morning? Oh my goodness. Somebody shout glory All right, grab your pen your notebook your bible you can be seated with your sweet smart self this morning as we get into the word of his grace somebody was asking me will you still preach on your birthday I said ah if it is possible I will preach on my wedding day (laughs) if it were to be possible I will have preached on my wedding day what are you talking about this is what I was born to do this is even the day to really preach the preaching is that not true All right, we're still looking at leading and perception, leading and perception. The book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse number 23, we are examining leading and perceptions. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It was not a prayer, but a statement of our realities. Brother Paul was making to the church at Thessalonica. Now we're still looking a little bit at man. We've said man is a spirit, has a soul, and lives in a body. The whole man, or what we call the total man, is spirit, soul, and body. And Brother Paul used the word holy. Now, He calls man spirit, soul, and body. So in following God's plan for your life, because that's what we've been examining, how to follow God's plan, how to follow God's purpose, how to walk in God's will for your life. In following God's plan for your life and in taking decisions, you must remember that man, which is spirit, soul, and body, must be involved in making decisions and following the plan of God for your life. You cannot bypass your soul to your eyes. Because you see with your soul, or you see with your mind through your eyes. You see with your mind through your eyes. You don't see through your eyes. You see with your mind. You don't see with your eyes. You see with your mind through your eyes. So that means, therefore, your actions to your body is what carries out things. Your body is what does the activities It's your body that moves around. It's your body that gets married. It's your body that does business. It's your body that travels. Alright, so your body is what carries out the activities of the soul or the activities of the mind. But your body has a control center and that control center is the mind. That is why Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2, Romans chapter 12 verse number 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, your reasonable service. Next verse. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So the word conformed is the word somopho in the Greek. And the word transformed is the word metamorpho or where you have metamorphosis. By the renewing so the metamorphosis of the man will be a function of the renewing of the mind. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So you can prove the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God when your mind is renewed. When your mind is renewed, it is easy for you to know the will of God. It is easy for you to follow the plan of God. It is easy for you to stay within the purpose and the pursuits of God for your life. So your your mind, therefore, is It's it's the supervisor of your body and your spirit is the supervisor of your mind. Your spirit illuminates your mind so your mind can decipher the plan of God for your life. So your mind can pursue the purpose of God for your life. But if you give your mind over to your body, your body cannot lead because your body is is um, is just a janitor. Your body is just a janitor who carries out the decisions of your mind. Your mind makes the decisions. Your body is just a zombie. The job of your body is just to carry out what the supervisory center of your, of your mind says to the body. And that is why your body cannot lead you. And when we are talking about your body, we are talking about the senses of see, of sight, hearing, tasting, feeling, smelling, the five senses. Your body, therefore, cannot lead you. But your body can take somebody else's mind and load it over your mind. Your body can take somebody else's mind and load it over your mind. And that is why you get ideas from books. When you are reading books, your body is taking information from outside to load it over your mind. Books, films, movies, or music. Somebody singing music, your body takes the music and if you're not careful, your body loads it over your mind. Because your body is where all the information that gives access to the outside world into your mind is. Your, your body, you see. Uh, and so when you begin to read books or you're listening to music, you are opening the channels of your body for outside information to get into your mind and lord over your mind. If your mind doesn't have superior superior information, To neutralize the external information that is coming in. And uh, the information that comes from outside supertends over your mind. Because your feelings know they cannot lead. So since your feelings know they cannot lead, they rely on outside information to help them give you direction. So a man that is led by his feelings is actually controlled from outside. From outside. And the control could be negative and it could be positive. Depending on what kind of control you are yielding your members to. Because whatever you yield your members to, you become a servant of. So if you yield your members to negative information, you become a a, a servant of negativism. And if you yield your members to the word of God or you yield your members to positive information or constructive information, it helps to build you up. Please listen carefully. So therefore, don't allow someone else's ideas determine the outcome of your life. Don't allow someone else's ideas Whether you read them from a book or you got them from music or you watch them from a movie, don't allow someone else's ideas rule your mind. Movies are not the plan of God for your life. So you are watching movies, know that every movie is a figment of someone's imagination. Someone sat down and wrote the script and created the scenes that you are watching. And how clean or corrupt his mind is will be the outcome of the movie or the outcome of the book. So therefore, you can yield yourself to be led by a filthy mind. And you can yield yourself to be led by a corrupted influence or you can yield yourself to be led to a destination that will bring regrets. Especially when you rely on the external, which is actually inferior information, or it is actually what we call the mundane. The mundane. So don't allow someone else's idea govern you. The way it is supposed to be is your spirit is supposed to lead your soul while your soul drags your body. Because your spirit knows all things. Your spirit is in union with the spirit of God. Your spirit is in the light. Your spirit has the direction, the purpose, the will, the plan, the intent, and the idea of what God wants you to do. So when you follow your spirit, your spirit will lead you ultimately into the best of God. Your spirit will lead you into the best that you can ever be, into God's perfect plan and purpose for your life. That's why you've got to renew your mind that you may know, or that you may prove, or that you may acknowledge what is that good and perfect will of god your mind can can decipher that from the spirit from your spirit which is in union with the spirit of god and ultimately lead you in the light and bring you to the best that god will ever have for you are we still in the building now anything done contrary to your spirit leading your mind your mind leading your body is disorder. So you can imagine how many believers are living below because they are following external information instead of following the Spirit. You can imagine. Look at the book of First Corinthians, chapter two, verse number ten. First Corinthians, chapter two, verse number ten and eleven. First okay. Corinthians two, ten. But God had revealed them unto us by His Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Next verse. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now observe verse verse 12. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Why did we receive the spirit of God? That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. There are things freely. So those things that are freely given to us of God is the will of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God, the intent of God. And the spirit of God will help us to know those things that are freely given to us by the spirit of God. Because the spirit of God searches the deep things of God and knows what the mind of God is concerning you, concerning your business, concerning your marriage concerning your career concerning your ministry and only the spirit of God by your spirit can lead you into this plan and purpose of God where you find pleasantness where you find satisfaction where you find peace where you find rest where you find fulfillment not just fulfillment but ultimate fulfillment only the spirit of God can lead you there. Look at that same scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse, verse number 12 and 13. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Next verse. What things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual persons. Next verse. But the natural man, uh huh, the natural man cannot or receiveth not the spirit of God for they are foolishness, the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. The natural man can never know the will of God. The natural man can never know the plan of God. The natural man can never know the purpose of God for his life. Never. Because he can't even receive neither can he know them. He can never know. A natural man can That's why you cannot be governed by secular books. You cannot be governed by secular thoughts. You cannot be governed by psychologists. You cannot be governed by motivational speakers. Those are natural men. They cannot receive the things of God. Neither can they know them. And when you allow those things to govern you, you may be logically right, but you will arrive at a place of sorrow and shame. A place of depression and frustration because a natural man cannot neither can he know them <laughs> there's no way that you went to university and read chemistry doesn't mean you know the plan of god for your life that you read psychology doesn't mean you know the plan of god for your life that you are a counselor you too you need counsel that's why the spirit of god has a division called the spirit of counsel it's not knowledge it's not logic it's spirit stuff it's spirit something the spirit of wisdom the spirit of counsel that is counsel that is superior to counsel that you read in the school we're talking about superior knowledge we're not talking about um, we're not talking about limited knowledge we're not talking about knowledge that you are still trying to learn what adam spoke ca- casually you know university is man's attempt to learn what Adam in the falling state or Adam without eternal life spoke? Adam stood up and said, Cow, monkey, baboon, and whatever he called them remains their name forever. And yet he spoke those things without eternal life. So you go to university to read what Adam spoke. University is the realm of Adam. Holy Ghost is the realm of the new creation, which is superior to the realm of Adam. I'm teaching here. We're talking about superior knowledge. We're not talking about head knowledge. There are two kinds of knowledge. There is head knowledge and there is revelation knowledge. Two kinds of knowledge. There are two kinds of life. There is natural life and there is eternal life. Two kinds of knowledge, two kinds of life. Natural life, eternal life, head knowledge, which is uh, education, (laughs) which is uh, dependent on natural, secular. Man is still studying the moon and the stars, which, 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 which was God's natural creation. Man is still trying to study space, outer space. All of those was God's natural creation. Those are natural things. Man is still trying to study animals. Because coronavirus came from an animal and man is still fighting to contend with the realm of animals. Man is still fighting to meet up with animalistic standards. When God designed for you to function in his realm, superior, the realm of the creator of the universe. And for you to function there, he gave you his spirit. The spirit of God that created the universe resides inside you, so that's why we do not function outside in, we function inside out. Superior, somebody say, I have superior knowledge, it's called revelation. I didn't hear a good amen. So, it is the spirit functioning through the soul using the body, the spirit of God. Via your spirit functioning through the soul, the mind, using the body. Look at, look at everything. The Bible says God is a spirit. John four twenty three to 24. God is a spirit. Man is created a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. God is a spirit. Man is created a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. Look at the concept of salvation. You have the spirit of adoption. You have the spirit of Christ. You have the spirit of the son of God. You have the spirit of life, not the soul of life. The spirit of life, not the soul of life. The spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the the law of sin and death. The spirit of Christ. The spirit of faith. The spirit of love. So the new creation is a spirit. The light of God is a spirit. The righteousness of God is a spirit. The life of God is a spirit. And the grace of God is a spirit. The life of God, the righteousness of God, the light of God, the grace of God, all of that defines the spirit. So we are now transmitting, we are now transmitting what already exists to the mind. What already exists to the mind. You know, brother Peter, let's us see another thing. In 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 1 to 3. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse number 1 to 3. Likewise, you wives in subjection to your own husbands. In subjection, if you're a wife, that is a word to underline and begin to like. In subjection to your own husbands. That if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be warned by the conversation of their wives while they behold your chaste conversation with fear whose adorning let it not be that outward outward adorning of plating the hair and of wearing of gold or of putting on of apparel. And this is the scripture men read and they say, women should not wear gold, they should not wear you know, uh, apparel. apparel, Why did you stay on gold? You should have gone to apparel. Because if he said women should not wear gold, he also said women should not wear clothes. So if what he's talking about there is dressing, then women should be naked. All women should undress so they can please God. Because he only didn't talk about gold, he talked about apparel. They shouldn't wear apparel if they can wear gold. But if they can wear apparel, they should wear gold. So he's not dealing with dressing there. He is using, you know, dressing to say there is something superior to dressing. And that a woman's focus should not 100% be on dressing and gold and jewelry and plating her hair. There's nothing wrong with a woman plating her hair. We are the best hairstyle. We are the best gold if you can afford. Put on diamonds if you can afford them. Okay? If you've got money to buy diamond shoes, please, by all means. Just make sure when you come to church, you sit where the camera can pick it up. Somebody said, when men of God buy new shoes and they are preaching, they will say, today you will walk into your destiny. I don't know which men of God do that because I don't do that at all. Now, for information, it's not a new shoe. It's my old shoe. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) You say you will see men of God jump here today. You will, you were walking, they are wearing new shoes. Well, I'm not wearing a new shoe, but I'm still moving my leg, anyways. <laughs> glory to God. I say, Glory to God. Most of the principles people teach out there for people to live in the homes. You won't see those principles in the Bible. All these relationship experts, most of the things they teach are anti-Bible. They are just human calculations. They are just human summaries and human discoveries. Most of them, that's what they teach. That's why some Christian sisters are living like the world. Because they do not let the spirit of God lead them. And most of their time, they spend it listening to information garnered from outside. Garnered from outside. And sometimes you're even talking to them. What you're saying doesn't make sense because they are not, they are not, they are not yielded to the spirit of God. There's a particular marriage that is going through crisis right now. The husband brought the wife to see mama and I. Mama and I sat them down and brought out the scriptures to show them. And the wife got angry. The wife got angry and said that her husband has come to disgrace her before me. Is that not pride? What do you have? That your husband will bring you to disgrace. Who are you? You are thinking too much of yourself. Pride wants to kill you. So your husband brought you to me. Because he wants somebody that you he respects. And you respect. To bring your head to order. And you say he came to disgrace you. You are the one disgracing your stupidity. That's how we are counseling one woman. You know some years ago. We were counseling her, counseling her, take her through scripture. The woman, there are some ladies that are just stubborn, 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 stubborn more than coconut. They stubborn, plain stubbornness. This woman, I spent hours and hours in my office, spent hours and hours in my house, showing her scripture, begging her to calm down, begging her to cool down. She will not listen. She will beat her husband. She will carry a pot of soup on the fire, no exaggeration, and pour it on him. This man kept enduring. This man kept enduring. They will come to church on Sunday. The man wants to preach. She will move to the pulpit and clear his face with a slap. I'm not joking here. I begged this woman to down cool and stop all that nonsense. She would not listen. One day the husband said, enough. 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 This marriage ends today. He packed her out. Packed out. Both the child and herself. Send them packing. Then the woman came back. Where is papa? <laughs> Where is papa? Please. I want papa to talk to my husband. I said, no, I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm not going to talk. Me too, I'm stubborn. If you, if you think you am stubborn. This, my head, is not just coconut. It's rock. Oluma rock. This, is my head. Me too, I will not listen. It's turn by tone. You do your own. Let me do my own now. Till today, they are still divorced. The old man said, Never again. I will never marry a woman that will allow me to die young. Never. Pour me, soup, beat me up. I still endured, bore with you. I tried, believe the best one. So you will not listen. In- Papa, if he's married, I will take me to heaven. Let me go to hell. The hottest part of hell. When a man talks like that, leave him alone. No? It has reached here. In fact, not here. It has reached here. So when this woman came, I told her, cool down. Cool down. Listen to your husband. She wouldn't listen. Cool down. She wouldn't listen. Cool down. She said, people are saying, when a wife listens to people more than her husband, she's out of order. That's why I told you to underline subjection. Underline is it, circulate it and love it. Because many women, when they see that, that word, they, get, it's an, they feel allergy. Allergy, no allergy. They are allergic towards like submit, towards like subjection. The reason why they are allergic is because they are carnal. The natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit, neither can he know them. Today is my birthday. I should be making you happy. You're happy, right? You have no choice. Me and you were abandoned to one another, so you have to be happy. You know? So don't allow people's experiences in movies and magazines and novels tell you how to behave and function. A godly woman does not take her influence from the world. She takes her influence from the word of God. She lives by the word. She's ruled by the word. She's controlled by God's word. Even if it looks like cheating before the world, she is happy to be a pleasure to Jesus. And then he says, if your husband is not a Christian and you're a woman who married a non-Christian, your behavior can get him saved. Your behavior at home. You don't need to preach. Just behave right. The man will be saved. That by their chase conversation. He says, subject yourself. If you look at the Bible, well, it is consistent and constant on a woman's behavior in the family. Consistent, constant. He says, be submissive. He says, be subjected. You're not wiser than God. You're not wiser than God. What God says, you can never, he's the all wise. He knows what works and he tells you what works. Submit, be subjected. You're not wiser than God. You know, most of those relationship experts have more broken marriages than marriage itself. Most of them, most of the things they teach are byproducts of their experiences and the things that pain has, has made them to decide. God's got wisdom. And the wisdom of God says, submit. The revelation God has for you in marriage as a woman is submit. And the revelation God has for you in marriage as a man is love. The first thing in marriage not what people think of us. The first thing in marriage is how do we honor God. That's what matters. I don't care what anybody. Do you think people think of you care about you? You're stupid. Think people care about you. You are bothering yourself about what they think. You think they care about you. You think they care about you. They don't really give a hoot. don't care about you. So what you bother most to you is how do I honor God? Because that's what matters ultimately. And I honor God by obeying his word. I honor God by obeying his word. It's not how your friends see you. It's how does God see me? That's the wisdom of God. That's following the plan of God for your life. Even in marriage. Somebody needed that. Does God have a hand in how you behaved last night? As a wife, the way you behaved last night towards your husband, does God have a hand in it? Did you honor God by that behavior? How you behaved last night? Did you honor God? Revelation knowledge. You know, there are women that can call their husband stupid, idiot, nonsense. All kinds of things. He says, if you have an unbelieving husband, not that if you marry an unbelieving husband, If you had married an unbelieving husband before you got born again, because right now, if you open your eye and marry an unbeliever, there is no scripture for that. So don't ask the counselor, What do I do now that I'm planning to marry an unbeliever? Because the counselor doesn't have an answer for you. Go and marry anything you find, you find it there. That's why 1 Corinthians chapter 7 says she is free to marry only in the Lord. Only where? In the Lord. So the Bible talks about chastity, be reserved, be modest. Christian women, be modest. Modest in lifestyle, modest. That's the wisdom of God, that's the will of God for you. Be Modest. Modest not only in dressing but in all areas be modest in how you talk be modest in speech be modest in how you address people and be modest in hospitality all those is the wisdom of God for a married woman look at that same scripture where we read first peter chapter 3 verse 3 First Peter 3.3. Three, observe. Whose adorning, let it not be that outward adorning of plating the hair and of wearing of gold or, or putting on of apparel. Next verse. I love this. But let it be the hidden man. There is a man inside the heart of every woman. The hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit which is in the sight of God of great price. Conduct. Let it be the hidden man of the heart. That means the real man is hidden somewhere. The word hidden is the word kalupto in the Greek. Concealed. Taken away. Concealed away, Hidden man of the heart. So God places premium on the human spirit. So the premium of salvation the premium of salvation is the human spirit. The human spirit. And that spirit is hidden away by so many things. But we all need to adorn your body with your spirit. Adorn your body with your spirit. That's allow the character of your spirit decorate your body. That when you look at a godly woman, you see love, peace, joy, gentleness, meekness, temperance. Not just a Christian woman alone, even a Christian man, but because we are looking at the scripture that addresses the woman particularly, that's that's why I'm making emphasis on the Christian woman. So we all need to adorn our body with our spirit. Adorn your mind with your spirit. It means you must get to that point where you will now, Take that which is in your spirit and wear it as a cloth on your body. You adorn your body with your spirit. You wear love. You wear joy. You wear peace. You wear long-suffering. You wear gentleness. You wear meekness. You wear temperance as a dress. When you wear that fruit of the spirit as your dress, you are adorning yourself with your spirit, man. You are wearing the virtues of your spirit as your outward, you know, decoration. And such a person cannot be resisted. Such a person cannot be resisted. Because against such, there is no law. No law. You can't fail when you wear the fruit of the spirit as your dress. You wear it on your conduct. That is... It's your responsibility to take what is in your spirit and wear it on your body. It's your responsibility. The word adorn is to put on something. So that means we can clothe our conduct and our behavior from our spirit. We can clothe our conduct and our behavior from our spirit. Please pay attention. The spirit functions by knowledge and we call it intuition, untaught knowledge, intuition. The spirit does not function by observation. The spirit functions by intuition. Knowledge by observation is reasoning. Knowledge by observation is reasoning or logic. But this is intuition. The soul, where you have the will, the emotions, where you cry. The soul, where you cry, where you laugh. The soul. That's where you get angry. The soul. That's where you love your wife from. The soul. Where you have emotions. The soul. That's where you cry. That's where you get happy. The soul, emotions. In the soul is where you receive set of information about the woman you're going to marry or you married. It's in your soul. I ask somebody, why do you want to marry that girl? He says, when I see her, my spirit is alive. I say, you're not ready. Because where you you see anointed people, your spirit will be alive. It has to go beyond when I see how my spirit is alive. It has to come beyond spirit and appeal to your soul. Because your soul is where you have the emotions of, Ah, I like you. Ah, I don't like you.
1: Ah.
2: It's in the soul. I feel you. It's in the soul. I don't like this. It's the soul. Not the spirit. You love every child of God in the spirit. But you don't love everybody in your soul. (laughs) I love everybody in the spirit, but I don't like everybody. Because likeness is of the soul. There are people I don't like. I don't like you, I don't like. (laughs) And there are people I like. And there are some people you just like them even if they are not good people. You just like them. Is it not true? One of my friends, I say, troublemaker in this country. He makes trouble all the time. <laughs> he gets into politics, comes out of politics, just causing trouble everywhere. I still like him. People call me and tell me, that's your friend. I say, what? Shut up. Leave him alone. He said, God says he's going to be president of Nigeria. And so what? And so what? Did, were you there when God spoke to him? do you know whether it will happen in 100 years leave him alone he's my friend I have never denied him once because I like him how many of you have met people like that you just like them even when they do wrong you still like them have you come across such people let me see your hand if you have come across let me be sure I'm not not abnormal (laughs) there are just some people you just like them I'm teaching good this morning you just like them it's in your soul In the soul, you say you receive a set of information about the person you get married to, you know, or about somebody you tag along with. So, first of all, your soul knows it's your soul that knows that this is a man, and it's your soul that knows that this is a woman, it's your soul that knows that this is my husband, or this can be my husband, and it's your soul that knows that this is my wife, or this can be my wife. All right, so. It's your soul that identifies shape, color, size, height. All that is in your soul. One girl was in love with a guy. Oh, I love him. I will die for you. I will die for you. If I don't marry him, I will never be normal. Oh, yeah. Then after she has fought everybody to get married to the guy, she discovered that this guy was the one who killed her father. The love died instantly. She said, if I catch, if I catch you again, if, if the body will come, come close to this place. Idiot. The moment she discovered is the one who killed her father, the entire emotions, they became stondelic and turned into fight. The love became a weapon to fight the guy. That's the soul. In the soul, nothing is really permanent. The soul can flip. The soul can change. It's only in the spirit things are permanent. But not in the soul. So that is why when you are in a relationship, communication is critical. Because once there is a window of lack of information, ideas can develop. Ideas can develop. Because the soul is unstable. It's only the spirit that is stable. That's why emotions are off and on. You wake up in the morning, you feel good. In the afternoon, you feel bad. Somebody looks at you, somehow you feel sad. Somebody says something to you, you feel excited. Off and on, emotions are jumping all over. So that's why you can't depend on your body and your soul to guide you. You depend on your spirit to guide you. It is your spirit that makes sure no matter what, in and out of season, you stay in the game. So that's why a man's spirit will sustain his infirmity, but a broken heart who can bear. I'm teaching good. The soul of man. From I love you to I will kill you. The day I see with my eyes after now, I will kill you. Whatever you do, make sure my eyes are not set on you. That's the mind. Because the mind functions with logic. The mind functions by observation. Now observe. The body functions through feelings. The body. We're finished with the mind. We're going to the body now. That looks like the easiest. But it's the most complicated. The body functions through feelings. I feel good. I feel bad. The body is a slave of anything put in there. Anything you put into the body will control the body. Because the body has no nature of its own. If you load your body with information, it responds to stimuli from the sense realm. Stimuli from the soul realm. So if you you fill your body with film, you will act and talk like they do. If your body is filled with movie, you know that's why sometimes at, mid, at night you finish watching a movie you sleep and dream yourself with the movie. Or you dream certain characters of the movie taking its position in your mind. Somebody was beating in the movie in the dream. You're the one that was beating. <laughs> they kill somebody in the movie. Suddenly you see yourself on the floor and they carry the match as it was about to land on your neck. You woke up. <laughs> The movie gave your body a mind and the mind played out in your subconscious. That's why you mind what you watch. You mind what you expose yourself to. You mind the things you are always focusing on because they will control your body. They will take over the control of your life. That's how it works. We will explore all of this in the weeks to come. When it comes to leadings and perception, the leading of the spirit is like a broadcast station. Broadcast station. Like Fox News. Like CNN. Like uh, channels. Like AIT. Uh, You know. They follow the signals to the airwaves. That's the spirit. Perfect information. Now, it goes into the nations when the signals are received, are released. But for you to watch, you will need receivers. CNN is in this building. BBC is in this building right now. Channels TV is in this building right now. Fox News is in this building right now. Military intelligence is in this building right now discussions between the president of Nigeria and America is a discussion right now is in this building but we need receivers to track the signal and translate it into a format that we can hear so God's voice and God's leading is available to the believer all the time but the believer needs a receiver God is talking to you always there is no believer that lacks the leading of God. It's available to all of us. We're always led by the spirit. But we need receivers. There are some nations that do not allow certain signals into their nations. They shield it. You know, they shield it, they code it. Somebody said, "Well, federal government was talking about blocking Twitter. They can block it." they can block nigerian federal government they can block twitter facebook instagram they can block the entire social media network it is not a government institution so they can shut it down and nobody in nigeria can access it there are arabian nations that you go to you cannot browse facebook because the government has shielded that signal from penetrating their airspace what are you talking about you know israel Israel has a shield over their skies where no bomb can enter Israel. Day and night, they don't have to sit down and be waiting for a bomb. Their entire space is shielded so that no bomb, it doesn't matter from where the missile is coming from, when it gets to their airspace, boom, the shield will grab it and detonate it. They won't even know that a bomb came except those who are watching over the shield. That is the level to which a government is powerful. They can shield their entire country from external penetration. Whether missiles or bombs or signals. Which country did we go to in the UAE? We couldn't browse Facebook. We couldn't browse anything. They told us their government has shielded it from penetrating their airspace. That's how powerful governments are. That's how powerful nations are. That's why it's very difficult to fight a government. The best you do is pray for them. Leave them alone. Do what you're supposed to do so they don't deny you doing it. You don't know what I'm talking about. John the Baptist didn't mind his business, so he went to the grave on time. And even Jesus could not help him. There are things God cannot help you. If you carry yourself and go and give policemen and they take you to Ikota <laughs> Panabia. If you say, Father, God will say, preach there. Be my evangelist inside there. I need the gospel to enter there. I'm glad you have created for yourself a ministry inside there. My anointing is on you. Now heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils. The word is enough for the wise. I'm teaching good. Let me round up so that you don't start praying for me. Father, in the name of Jesus, today is Papa's birthday. Let the unction stop now. Let the utterance stop now. This message is becoming very long. <laughs> Save your prayers. I'm closing now. <laughs> Let the prayers go to wicked and unreasonable men. <laughs> Father, deliver you from wicked and reasonable. Men. <laughs> Am I blessing you this morning? So now there is information about your life. There is information about God's purpose. There is information about God's plan for your life in the spirit. Everything you will do, everything you will be in life, that information right now is in the spirit. All God's purpose, God's plan, God's design, God's will, the pursuit of God for your life. Right now, the information is in the spirit. God is not going to plan. He has already planned. God is not going to show you what to do. He has already shown you. God is not going to direct your path. He has directed your path. All of that information right now is in the spirit. But you need a decoder. You need a decoder to decode the codes. There are codes. They are coded. The broadcast station has released the signal, but the man who is on the other end must receive the signal. And the code is in the soul. So we have leading and perception. Perception is how you receive the leading that God has released. Perception. Leading will always come. One of the foolish things you will do in life It's when you want to make decisions in life, you pray to God for decisions. Oh, Father, lead me in making decisions. Oh, Father, lead me. That's a foolish thing to do. Anytime you pray for God to lead you, you are stepping out of the will of God into the senses because you are already led. As many as are led, not will be led. You're already led. So, asking God to lead you, you're leaving the spirit to the senses. You're becoming sensual. You're not walking by faith. Because you're going into unbelief. Every time you ask God to tell you his will, you are stepping out into the senses. Why? Because it is not your responsibility to tell God what God should do. God has already done what you he should do. He's a responsible father. From the day you were born again, all his plan, all his purpose, all his design, everything you will need in life, he packaged and set before you. Now it is left for you to discover, to take a journey into the discovery of the things that God has prepared. God has already prepared. So if you have failure, it is because you fail to discover what God's will is for your life. There is no failure in God. Every believer has been designed to succeed. But you've got to locate the will of God. And the will of God has been packaged and made available to you. You just need revelation knowledge to unveil apocalypses, to unveil the plan of God. Can I speak over you right now? You will never fail in this life. I didn't hear your amen. Say, I will follow the plan. I will follow the purpose. I will follow the will of God for my life. Maximum success is mine right now. I didn't hear powerfully, Amen. Stand on your feet. That's all I've got for you in this house. What I'm teaching you here is what you cannot afford to miss. Because this is where believers fail. This is where believers succeed even though they are born of God and they have the spirit of God. God has a will for your life. Say with me very loud, God has a will for my life. Say very loud, God has a plan for my life. Say very loud, God has a purpose for my life. Say, even the person to marry, God has a plan for who I should marry. Yes, he does. He does. He will not tell you marry that lady, but he has a plan. When you discover the plan, you will know which lady fits into the plan. You will know. is not going to tell you that girl but once you discover so the first thing is not the lady the first thing is to know the plan then when you know the plan you now search for which lady fits into the plan so instead of looking for who to marry look for the plan of god if you're a lady instead of looking for a man that has big chest and muscles bicep the day he will land you a slap you will know that it is not always an advantage That's not the first thing you look out for. The first thing you look for is the plan. I'm not on earth to eat and die. I'm on earth for a purpose. Marriage is to help me fulfill that purpose. So the first thing is the purpose, not marriage. In the pursuit of the will of God, you locate purpose first. You locate the plan. You locate the will. Then you know the kind of companion you need for that plan. I'm teaching good here. That's why you don't get carried away by figure and size and shape. Give give all those things. You can carry the most wonderful figure and have a disfigured life. Beautiful woman with an ugly life. Her beauty suddenly disappears. Handsome brother. Very handsome. But filthy life where are you going with it so the first thing is not a life partner the first thing is a life plan the first thing is a life purpose before I married mama I knew the plan of God for my life when I saw the plan very clearly then I looked around me there were many ladies around I looked well this is my big eyes I'm not just for reading Bible I looked well I said you And then she said, "Mm -mm." I said, okay, go and pray. What is "Mm -mm," something I have seen? (laughs) Go and pray now. (laughs) After two weeks, she said, eh. I said, eh. A man that follows the spirit can never be wrong. And we're here doing it together. What a blessing. I said, what a blessing. Somebody said there's a plan of God for my life. I am here to locate it so I can live out the best for the rest of my life. I didn't hear a good amen. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, you must be able to tune your receiver to get the signal so you can download the plan of God for your life once you walk in the plan of god you don't struggle you don't want to miss the next hour because i'm going to get into all of that once you walk in the plan of god you don't struggle in life all these struggles struggle 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 hustle hustle, hustle. i'm a hustle, 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 hustle. Uh-uh. you don't need all this hustle, hustle. when you're on course with god everything falls in place he said the voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He said the, the voice of God breaketh the rocks to pieces. When you're on course with the voice of God, the voice of God will thunder and rocks will give way and you will walk through the path. Am I talking to somebody here? All oh, this hozul, hozul, I'm a hozul, hozula. Come on to me, oh leader hozul, and I will give you rest. Come unto me, all that hustle, and I will give you rest. You won't fail. Lift your right hands, Father. Thank you for everybody in this building this morning. Thank you for those on television, on radio. Thank you for those that are following online and all our brethren in the campuses. Revelation knowledge grows big in the hearts of every member of this house. Burdens and yokes are destroyed. Your people are built up, equipped, edified. And I decree that everyone is navigating their path within the plan of God. And anyone here that has gone out of God's plan, within this series, I pray that supernaturally, such people will be fixed back in the plan, fixed back in the purpose. That everyone will walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. I call you fruitful. I call you fruitful. I call you fruitful. I call you fruitful. Unto every good work. In the name of Jesus. Your path is as a shining light. It shines brighter and brighter. Unto the perfect day. In Jesus name we pray. And every believer says that amen. On a note of final letter. Glory. 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 Say with me, I follow the plan of God for my life. Within the plan of God, I have solutions. I have answers. I have direction. I have clarity. Within the plan of God, there is no confusion, no fear, no sorrow, no failure. I follow the plan and the purpose of God for my life. I didn't hear a powerful amen. Are you blessed this morning? Glory to God. Amen. Amen get a good offering let's honor the word of god before i join as the counselor let's honor the word of god those of you watching online on television let's give in honor of the teaching of god's word and remember next sunday is partnership sunday next sunday is our partnership sunday the first sunday of the month hallelujah we're giving in honor of god's word we're giving in faith i want to thank all partners and friends who continually strive with us to see that the gospel of christ reaches the ends of the earth I want to thank you for your givings. I want to thank you for your prayers. And together, we're getting this thing done for the glory of Jesus. Next Sunday is partnership, and we're looking forward to a great time of giving and honoring Christ. Let me also mention, if you're following online and you're not a partner, you want to partner with us, just shoot a mail right now to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com asking to be a partner. Partnership gives you an opportunity to deliberately pray for this ministry and intentionally give every month a you know a a definite amount of money you have made the choice to give to this ministry so that you help us meet up with budgets help us get the gospel around the world help us get this word out there that's what partnership does you want to partner with us today send the mail and we'll be glad to send you all the information on partnership again the email to send your mail to for partnership is dr abel damina at yahoo.com next sunday is partnership service all right banking details are scrolling on the screen We want to give and honor Christ. Those of you on social media, the banking details are scrolling, TV, I mean radio audience, Mr. Michael Bush you read the account, but remember, TV, the banking details are also scrolling. Lift up your offerings to heaven, Father. We rejoice and we thank you for the privilege to give. We give in faith, we give with joy, and we ask right now that our offerings are a sweet smell and we thank you for the privilege of impacting the gospel today and honoring Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. And every believer says that. Amen on a note of finality. We're not signing you up because we're joining as a counselor in a few minutes. So enjoy together with us as we give and celebrate Christ. Hit the music. Let's do it as we give. Glory to God.
0: service. Your kingdom investments and your worship offering for this service. Please, you are doing that quickly. And when you come out, the kingdom investments will go into the baskets and other offering right here. Please, i like you to do that quickly and raise it up. Father, in the name of Jesus, we rejoice always at the privilege to give and to honor the Lord, to honor his word. And we thank you because we are privileged to do this. And we thank you because you accept our offerings. And we thank you because the word of God is having free course, and the entire world is filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. We thank you for your blessing today and always in Jesus name. Let the believer say amen. amen. All right, you please come quickly. Drop your offerings and your kingdom investment.
1: God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven.
3: important this day is. Back in primary school, you know, we used to write love letters, and it used to begin with, this is a red letter day. Oh, some of you are so young, you don't even remember. Okay, but today is a red letter day, and it is that day that the Lord has made. Okay, in a moment, i get to that, but for the radio audience, quickly. Account details. The account name: Power City International. There are three bank accounts. Uh, no. Two, 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 two. I take two. On this edition of the programme, FCMB 2982682028. FCMB 2982682028. UBA is bank number two 13926465. UBA is bank number two 13926465. The account name remains the same. Power City International. That's the announcement number one. Quickly, quickly, we're going to be having oh my, so many phone calls today. I hope that our phone line is in order and ready for the world to explode on the head of one man. We'll get to that again in a moment. But the phone line, if you must know, if you're calling from outside the country, is plus two three four. Otherwise, it's zero six eight hundred nine nine three nine. But if you want to send us a text message or two, again, if you're doing that from outside the country, it's plus uh, two, three, four. Otherwise, it's simply 703 You can also send us a quick email. That email must be in line with what today represents. And that is uh, ask the now at gmail.com. That's the email address. Okay, finally. You want to sponsor our efforts here, you want to support us, the Counselor, you want to partner us and make sure it continues to reach the nooks and crannies of our world. The number to call, the hotline of the program actually, is plus two, three, four again, if you're doing from our side, Nigeria, otherwise it's 0803-275-6104. Or you just send us an email or two to Dr. Ebel Damina at yahoo.com. And now, the moment we all have been waiting for, inviting. This special man, Global Baba, Dr. Abel, Damina, and Global and, Baba, and Global Baba, the Continental. You know, today is a different kind of day.
2: Today is your plan. You
3: were born today, yes. and your mama, the three girls, the resident pastor is there while everyone is here, yes. and all of us, you are sons and daughters. Yes. How do you feel, Global Baba? I feel good. No, Baba.
2: I mean sometimes you don't have English adjectives So I could speak in tongues If there's an interpreter
3: oh, Okay this one to experience something <laughs> no, Baba. This one to experience something uh, Experience something I'm so blessed I'm now going to be introducing you to the world Again they, they don't really know you But this time I'm also Introducing to you A special Kind of rapture hmm. no, Baba. Yes. The trumpet Let's go the trumpet happy birthday to you yes. sit down sir And it is also here that something I'd always known was reinforced in my head, which is that, and and it's exactly to quote the celebrator today, that it is better you celebrate me while I'm here than when I'm gone. That is why today, all of us globally have taken out time to say that we want to celebrate our teacher, our father, our blesser. You know, he sits there like that, he's worried. What are they even doing? We don't have his approval for this. But just just before he thinks to punish me for it, let me say that I have Global Mama's blessing for everything that we're doing. So it is on the strength of that, we're going to go quickly to cutting the cake, then we come back and continue the programme. Before we cut the cake, there is a a woman, a special woman. Set aside by God Himself. Not only for this man, but also for all of us. Help me welcome to the cake, Global Mama, Dr. Rachel Davina. Okay, Global Banana, you're standing, could you just walk with mama to the cake? Put your hands together. I could bring Triple J plus, uh, the people from Neptune Three Studios. Huh? Well, okay, no problem. <clears throat> the resident pastor. The resident pastor and his dear wife, please come. And I think that um, Dr. Martin Akpan should also be here, my, my boss. Please come, sir. Pastor M.M. Umo, please come. And Pastor Victor Akpan, please come. I think that is the setting as I invite Global Baba to uh, lay his hands on the cake, on the knife. Can he find it? Okay, carries his wife along. Put your hands together for them. This man has taught us grace. This man has taught us Christ. This man has taught us God. And has made life easy for all of us. Today, because that is what he would prefer, we would ask him to cut this cake after we spell Christ. C. H. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, okay, thank you, thank you, because of time and the lack of it, there's so much to do, and there's such little time. We're going to set the stage now with a special toast. You know, sometime last year, um, they, they became the need, either last year or two years ago, they became the need to have um, something like a monthly prayer at primary health care. Um, a, a primary health development agency It's one of those health care um, bodies. Set up by the Aquaibum State Government. I'm privileged to sit on that board. And my chairman is right here. He's the one who's going to be speaking next. So something that he did. He came on. He was the first teacher at that, um, at that monthly prayer meeting. And he, he, he taught us things that I'd never heard. He was just blowing exigencies, He would blow this one. He would blow this one. And I, at the end, I, just, I went to him. I said, sir, I was new to you a writer. You were a medical doctor. This other aspect I didn't know, he said, Okay, don't worry, one day you'll find out. <laughs> and so, many months later, uh, later, God brought me to power city and I saw his sauce. Help me welcome, <laughs> Doctor Martin, up and for the toast. Um, yes, sir, now I know where all those came from, sir. <laughs> I
4: know Mr. <laughs> Really <laughs> because so you have really... a ready doctor, I'm used to emergencies. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Your excellencies, the pattern familiars, and the matter familiars of power city International, I'm referring to Reverend Doctor and Dr. Mrs. Ebertamina. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen. What a day to be alive. I am so excited to be here, and to be given this role. It's a privilege for me to propose this toast. Although it is an emergency. <laughs> but I know the man standing here, and I know him very well. 29 years ago, I was introduced to him. And the man that brought me into this chapel, regretted ever bringing me because he couldn't take me back (laughs) (laughs) to the Church of God mission where he was both an elder and a pillar of the church. I was instantly reverted at this man of God. A charismatic, a man I like describing as a gospel dynamo. The stormy patriarch of the kingdom. That is the man. Because you've really transformed our lives in this place. I came here as a bachelor, but today I'm standing as a powerful family member. <laughs> Dr. Abel Tamina, my friend, will act stamina Damina, because you could see, even the first day I came to this. Thank
3: And you did deliver big time I'd like to thank you again and again Okay, next, next level Next level, next level There's no time I'm just going to appeal to everyone Apart from um, Global Mama To stand with her dear husband Everyone else to their seat I'd like to thank all of you Yes, okay And uh, I don't know I, I don't intend to put asunder what God Had um, brought together But I'd just like to appeal to Global Baba To go back to his seat Global Baba, thank you Thank you. Today is my day. I can do as I like. I'm watching you. <laughs> okay. So now, it's going to be the first birthday speech okay. of the day. Of course, no better person can take this speech. No better person can step forward and do this. Other than Global Mama, Dr. Rachel Damina. Amen.
5: Amen. I'm not giving too much speeches and um, but today is so crucial first of all we want to thank everyone that celebrates that listens that recognizes that honors dr abel damina across the globe here right you know in this city in this country everywhere we appreciate every one of you the most important thing i want to say today that the way Or the one thing you you can do to show your appreciation to this uh, man here, this great and epic person of our time, the most important thing that you can do is your adherence to what he teaches you, to see it show in your life. Amen. Amen. Not only that, that you yourself show commitment that these things he's saying are important to you and life transforming. Because if it's important to you and you do nothing about it, then you are just a fleeting fan. And fans change their mind very quickly. One thing happens now and they're like, oh yeah, we knew it. He was there. No, don't be a fan. Commit to showing that you appreciate what he's doing in the kingdom of God, in the word of God, showing you Christ. By praying for him, sowing into his life or into the word. Now listen. You know, the woman, in uh, the woman of, is it uh, the Shunammite woman? Is it the Shunammite woman in Second Kings, I guess? He said, I perceive that this is a holy man of God. If you perceive that this man has nothing on him other than Jesus to the generation that he is in and beyond, then you will also do the honorable thing to honor him, to make space for him in your hearts, in your prayers, in your finances, in your whatever that can show and enhance this gospel that he preaches. Otherwise, you're just a fleeting fan. Commit to sincerely and fervently praying for him that the gospel will go to the ends beyond your own generation. That it will make meaning, even to the skeptics too. Now, you skeptics, we appreciate you. Because first of all, I want to tell you that you are an intelligent person. And no intelligent person concludes on a man without first listening to see of what stuff that man is made of. So I advise you today, in case you have forgotten, those of you that say, "Oh, he is heretic. He's he's heretic because he shows you Jesus that Jesus is all you need to be good with God." How is that heretic? Is it okay then that you need Jesus plus something else? The Old Testament people were waiting for that one thing that would save them, and that is God coming in flesh. And you call that heresy? Heresy is you saying what Jesus did is not enough. We need to add all our stuff in order to make it. How can you make it? Now, so you heretics, or you uh, 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 critics, we thank you. But be the intelligent persons that you are and pay attention. Listen, just give an hour, a day, and say, let me even hear what this, barbaric, or this barbarian has to say. And then you, be, you might just be persuaded also to become a Jesus person. Hallelujah. So do not be a fleeting, a passing, hey, oh, he's a great man. No, commit. Commit. Amen make room. That woman made room. When you make room, you are the one that will see benefit and enjoy it. Because your children, they are coming in the coming generations. I'm sure i have taking more than the one, two minutes I've given. The <laughs> word is enough for the wise. Hallelujah. Amen. Hip, it Hooray. Hip, it. Hip hip. hip. hip, 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 Hooray. And above all else, I'm the only one privileged to be like this. <laughs> you cannot because I'll pursue you. <laughs> I'm Glory. so excited that going. Amen.
3: Amen. 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 Thank you, Mama. Glory.
4: Thank you, Mama. Put your hands
3: together for Mama. Glory. I, l- let me say this, let me say this, let me say this, let me say this, I know we're going to have time to do that. Let, let me just say this, you know, I'm just happy to be alive and to be part of this. In fact, if I'd watched it on t- TV and Mama did what she just did, I would never have believed it came from Mama. You know, so it's very nice. Please put your hands together again for Mama quickly, quickly. We're going to be seated now. I think we can be seated. We can be seated. Thank you. We can be seated. Um, I'm going to invite quickly, quickly on behalf of the church. On behalf of the church. Okay, before I announce the speaker on behalf of the church, by the way, I'm trying to see if they can take one, one minute so that I have 10 minutes for phone calls. I have people from around the world who would like to call in. And this is special edition, by the way, of Ask the Counselor. Okay, so, um, on behalf of the church, Pastor Press will be here in the moment. But before he comes, let me also tell Jael. Jael will be speaking on behalf of the children. Then Pastor Ememomo M. M. has been here from the word get go, from the word. He's been here from the whistle. Um, pastor Ememomo would also speak. And then Pastor Victor Pan will speak on behalf of pastors. Okay, so, this moment, help me welcome a resident pastor. Pastor, praise, the call.
2: Glory. Glory.
1: Glory.
3: Glory.
2: Glory.
1: Glory. Glory!
2: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. Um, On behalf of the church, we don't have much to say, but we know that you are our papa. Paul said, even though you have 10,000 instructors, but you don't have many fathers. In Power City, we do not even have any other instructor. We have only one instructor. And we have only one father. And this father is more than enough for us. Papa, we say, as a church, you are more than enough for us. What would a child want of a father? We say that whatever a child would want from a father, you have given to us. We don't lack anything. We don't lack the word. We don't lack direction. We don't lack any good thing. You have given everything to us in Christ Jesus. And so all we can do today on a day like this is to say, thank you, Papa. We are only saying, God bless you, increase you, keep you, preserve you, protect you, stand with you, stand by you, continue to be with you until this gospel is preached. The whole of this world is covered by the gospel which you preached. But we can also say, Father, that your impact on our lives is not just flimsy. We are working it out. It reflects in our conduct,
1: and we can say, as responsible
0: children, we will continue to stand with you. We will continue to stand by you. We will continue to obey you. We will continue to stand and sit under the teaching that you have bringing to us, and we thank you for what you have done in our lives. When you can look at it, you know, a good father can only know his children. And anybody that can look at a good father, he will look at the children. What I can say that you have raised good children. Amen. Papa, if you look at this congregation, you have raised good children. Children that you can be proud of. We are not in any way lacking. And so we thank you, it is you that has made it possible. On a day like this, God bless you, Papa. Amen. As a church, we
4: say again,
0: Happy Amen. birthday, Papa. Amen. Let us say that again. Happy birthday, Papa. Glory! Glory!
3: Put your hands together Go. for the church. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, because of time, I'd just like to tell the international audience, especially those who are not within this hall, and uh, who are interested in calling in, that uh, we'll be taking phone calls during the second service, please. Because we don't really have time. There's no way we can squeeze that in. Even from the live audience, we also take your comments during... The second service and loss, including um, gifts. Gifts items would only be taken during the second service. That's during the part of uh, Ask the Counselor. Right now, help me welcome to speak on behalf of the children, the biological children, that is, help me welcome her with her sisters. Put your hands together, her sisters will come with her. A microphone, please, yes, it's on.
6: Uh, please, can you bring in our cake for daddy?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Where is the cake? Okay, you think that's the second service? Okay, no problem. Okay, thank you.
6: So, no. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, the cake was actually part of our presentation But um, since that will be coming in second service, then you guys get to see it.
3: Do do you you want to present during the second service?
6: Okay. Yes, but um, basically the cake was a 007 James Bond cake. Ah. And um, (laughs) we chose that theme this year because daddy to us is our james bond he's the james bond <laughs> of our house and that applies in the way he he's protective of us the way he takes care of us the way he's always looking at any guy who comes close to us <laughs> <laughs> and also how very protective he is of my mom and the way he's also protective of the global family as well so it's just it just basically signifies who he is to us and that's just one of the four of everything he is to us. And today we just want to say we love you. And we're so proud of you for, you know, allowing God to use you to reach the whole wide world. And you know, we will always support you. We always have your back. And although we want to always follow you on those trips, but since we can't go, you go and you represent all of us. And we just want to say we love you and thank you once again. Um, I have 18 years worth of stories that enforce the fact that daddy is indeed James Bond for our family, but we don't have time. So I just want to say that it is an amazing thing to have a father who loves, genuinely cares for, genuinely wants the best for you. And it's also even more amazing to have a father who is so in love with Jesus and so connected to the Holy Spirit and in tune with the Holy Spirit because then you can be 100% sure that, whatever he's doing whatever he's saying to you is not just from his earthly love but also from a love that's pure and untainted and generally only wants the best because that's how jesus's love is for us and so i just want to say thank you daddy for all your years of commitment and and just love and instruction and protection and wanting the best for us wanting us to be healthy and strong happy birthday
3: amen amen
6: Happy birthday,
3: Daddy! You said all. Okay, okay. So um, every day I get to know a small part of this great mind. So today I just found out, James Bond. (laughs) Global Baba James Bond. Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) Global Baba James Bond. Okay, okay. Okay, let's make progress. Pastor Ememoumo, please. Pastor Ememoumo, we'll take the next one minute, please. Bon
7: <laughs> Praise the Lord.
3: Hallelujah.
7: It's an honor this morning, Papa, to do this. Permit me to borrow the words of a songwriter that said, thank you for giving to the Lord. We are those lives that has been changed. Papa, I want to thank you for giving your loyalty your commitment, your submission to the purpose of God in the land of Uyo. I remember those years you used to take us through the streets of Uyo in the dead of the night, speaking those things that we wanted to see in this city. Before you came to this city, we used to call Uyo a a village. I remember growing up as a child in Calabar. Whenever we say we are going to the village, we're actually coming to Uyo. But you came, God has used you. You've spoken so many things that we are seeing and yet to see from this seemingly unknown city of yesteryears this gospel has been spread to the whole world the nations of the world papa i remember those days and i want to say thank you once again for not giving up the purpose of god you could have given up i remember how it was i've been to some of the houses where you lived there was no semblance of comfort. But you've been doing this consistently and faithfully with all amount of joy. Want to say thank you. Want to appreciate you. Look at the lives. Look at all of us. Look at the lives that you have impacted all over the globe. This generation and generations yet unborn will yet celebrate you. Our prayer today is that the Lord will continue to keep us. Amen. As you always say, am uh, sorry, the Lord will continue to keep you for us. As you always say, age is on your side. Amen. Strength is on you. Amen. Papa, you continue to preach this gospel and we are solidly behind you. Amen. And this morning, I want to join the global family and I want us to lift our voices and say, Happy birthday, Papa! Happy Can we say it together? Birthday. I want to go! happy birthday global Barber. we love you papa thank you thank you thank you okay
3: pastor victor Okpan, on behalf of the on behalf of the pastors where is pastor victor Okpan? is he here pastor victor Okpan, please come please come we have um, one minute i'm just going to round off with this so that when i come uh, during glory. the second service i stay international yes
0: glory glory on behalf of uh, the district pastors of power city international I'm here to tell you, Papa, we are grateful for heeding to the call. And uh, you have taught us uh, doctrine and uh, dogma of Christ, of Christology. And today we can boldly say that uh, we can defend Jesus everywhere we are. In our district, Jesus is made known. Thank you, and we pray that doors of opportunities, doors are open to you to preach this gospel in the name of Jesus. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen.
3: Amen. Okay, so we're almost there. We should be rounding off any moment. I will do something about the studio clock. It just completely misled me. Okay, so I'd love to thank everyone. There will be the second service and we'll do so much more. Until then, I'm going to allow the choir to take us home. As I say, goodbye from Uyo, Nigeria. Glory!